Welcome to Cozy Cozy, Sleepy Sleepy, the podcast designed to be your nightly sanctuary for tranquility and relaxation. I'm an Anansi Icarus, your storyteller, musician, and producer, crafting each episode with love and care to help you unwind and embrace a restful night's sleep. Immerse yourself in a world of cozy tales, soothing melodies, and the calming ambience of carefully curated production. Every story, every note, and every moment is woven together with the singular purpose of guiding you into a peaceful slumber. So, snuggle in, close your eyes, and let the gentle warmth of cozy cozy, sleepy, sleepy envelop you. Join me, Anansi Icarus, on this journey to serenity. Enjoy the stories, embrace the music, and may you find the sweetest dreams as you drift into the realm of restful sleep. The Guardian Angel In the heart of a bustling city where skyscrapers kissed the sky and the streets hummed with life, there sat an old man on a weathered bench. His hair was as wild as the wind his wrinkles deep like the city's old cobblestone streets, and his beard as white as the doves that frequented the park. He wore an old wool coat, frayed at the edges, and a hat, a relic from 1950 that seemed to carry stories within its fibers. His eyes, however, were the most remarkable feature, a startling blue like the midday sky brimming with wisdom sadness, and a touch of mischief. They held a million tales of yesteryears, of wars he had fought, loves he had lost, and dreams he had chased. His hands, too, bore the evidence of time they were gnarled and calloused, stained with the ink of the poems he loved to write, and held a steady shake that bespoke age but not frailty. He had a presence that was larger than life, yet he blended seamlessly into the cityscape, like a forgotten chapter from an old book. With every ragged breath, he seemed to breathe life into the city's history, the past merging with the present in his very existence. The locals called him the Guardian Angel. He had been a fixture in the park for as long as anyone could remember his eyes observing but never intruding. Some said he had been there for decades, a silent protector watching over the city and its inhabitants. As the city pulsated around him, the guardian angel would sit motionless, his gaze serene and his posture stoic. His eyes, a deep ocean of wisdom, would follow the scurrying squirrels 
as they danced among the fallen leaves or traced the flight path of the doves as they pierced the sapphire sky. The park was his theater, the city's inhabitants, his actors, each playing their part in the grand spectacle of life. His hand, weathered by time, would often disappear into the depths of his coat, only to reemerge clutching a small brass pocket watch. He would gaze at it for what seemed like eternity. And then, just as suddenly, he would snap it shut, his reverie disrupted, and tuck it away back into the folds of his coat. Occasionally, he would feed the birds, his hands revealing a collection of breadcrumbs. He would scatter them around, and in an instant, the ground would be flooded with doves, cooing and pecking, their white feathers a stark contrast against the earthy tones of the park. A smile would then play on his lips, a silent testament to the simple joys that life brings. To young Emma, a curious girl with a penchant for mysteries, the old man was an enigma. Each day after school, she would sit a little distance away, observing him. She noticed how his eyes seemed to follow the laughing children, the hurried steps of office workers, and the tired strides of the old. There was kindness in his gaze, and something more depth that spoke of stories untold. Emma, with her inquisitive green eyes and shy smile, became a fixture at the park just as much as the guardian angel himself. With courage, she began to sit on the same wrought iron bench as the guardian angel each day, her school bag resting beside her, its contents forgotten as she watched the old man. The corners of her eyes would crinkle with curiosity, her small hands clutching the worn edges of her notebook where she made notes of his habits and mannerisms. She was petite for her age, often mistaken for being younger than she was. But there was a maturity in her eyes, a wisdom beyond her years, fueled by her curiosity and thirst for understanding. Emma's fascination with the guardian angel was not intrusive, but serene, almost respectful. She would watch him from a distance, her gaze intense yet gentle. She never disturbed him, never approached him, content to observe and contemplate from her usual spot. She was patient, believing that every glance, every gesture he made was a piece of a puzzle she was eager to solve, a story she was desperate to know. One autumn afternoon, Emma gathered her courage and turned to speak to him. Why do you sit here every day? She asked her voice tinged with the boldness only a child could possess. The old man's eyes crinkled at the corners as he smiled. To watch over this place, he replied, his voice as soft as the rustling leaves. But why? Emma persisted. Because everyone needs a guardian angel sometimes, he said, looking at her with a twinkle in his eye. You see, long ago, I lost someone I loved in this very park. Since then, I've come here, hoping to make sure no one else feels that kind of loss. Emma's eyes widened, 
her heart pounding with empathy towards the man's past. She felt a lump in her throat, words failing her momentarily. She had, in her youthful innocence, not considered that there could be such a poignant reason behind his daily presence. The puzzle pieces fell into place, and she gained a new understanding of the guardian angel. With a nod, she asked, Do you miss them? The guardian angel looked at her for a brief moment before answering. Every day, he admitted, his voice barely a whisper. His gaze turned towards the park, and for a moment, Emma could see a flicker of pain pass through his eyes. But I've also found peace here, among the trees, the whispers of the wind, and the laughter of the children playing. I feel closer to them in this place. His words, steeped in both sorrow and tranquility, sparked a profound realization within Emma. Life was a beautiful, intricate tapestry of joy and sorrow, love and loss. The guardian angel was not just a daily fixture of the park, but a symbol of strength and resilience, an example of the enduring power of love. As Emma sat beside him, her eyes widened with wonder. As they spoke, the old man shared stories of the park of loves found and lost, of friendships formed on sunny afternoons, and of the simple joys and sorrows of everyday life. He spoke of the beauty in the mundane and the importance of watching over those around us, even in the smallest of ways. The guardian angel began recounting tales of the park intertwined with time, each one more captivating than the last. He told her about the time when a young couple, both barely out of teenage years, used to meet each other under the cover of the ancient oak tree. Their love story was one that traversed through time, their bond strengthening with each clandestine meeting. The spark in their eyes and the unabashed excitement of young love made the park seem all the more magical, he confessed. He then shared the story of an elderly lady who visited the park daily, feeding the pigeons as she mused about her life. She had lived through the world wars, the beginning of new technological eras, and the tumultuous waves of societal change. Yet, her spirit remained unbroken, her stories a testament to her resilience. Her tales of endurance and courage had been a source of inspiration for him, he admitted. As he narrated these stories, Emma found herself being drawn into the world of the park. It was no longer just a patch of green in the heart of the city, but a living, breathing entity with its own rhythm and soul. The stories breathed life into the park. Its history intertwined with the lives of those who visited, and its future shaped by those who would come. Her appreciation for the guardian angel grew, her respect deepening for the man who'd learned to find happiness and peace amidst the ebb and flow of life. Days turned into weeks, and Emma visited the old man regularly. She began to call him Mr. Angel, and in return, he called her his little guardian. Together, 
They watched over the park, sharing stories and laughter. The seasons changed, and with the first snowfall, the park transformed into a winter wonderland. Emma rushed to share the sight with Mr. Angel, but the bench was empty. Her heart sank. Frantically, she searched the park, only to find him standing by a small, unassuming memorial tucked away in a corner. This is where I lost her, my dear, he said quietly, a tear escaping his eye. The guardian took a deep, shuddering breath, his gaze fixed on the tiny memorial. I was engrossed in my book, a world away from here, he began, his voice barely a whisper. My daughter, my little angel, was playing just a few feet away. But in that split second of inattention, a stranger whisked her away, forever from my sight. His voice cracked, the years of torment apparent in his weary eyes. We searched for her, the police, neighbors, friends, but we never found her. This park, our haven of joy, turned into a reminder of the most painful moment of my life. He looked at Emma, his gaze filled with unspeakable sorrow. Every day since then, I have come here, hoping, praying for a miracle. But all I found was silence. Silence and the pigeons. His voice trailed off, lost in the hush of the falling snow. Emma's heart clenched as Mr. Angel shared his tragic past. His presence at the park now took on a whole new meaning for her. Every day, braving the elements, the Guardian came here, not just to feed the pigeons or to rest his feet, but to keep a watchful eye over the park's visitors. His daughter's loss had transformed him into a Guardian Angel of the Park. He didn't want any other parent to experience the same heart-rending absence he had endured. His daily vigil was his silent promise to his lost angel, a solemn vow to protect and watch over those who might have moments of inattention themselves. He found purpose in the park's ebb and flow, a bittersweet comfort in the laughter of children playing and the tranquility of the surroundings. Every sad story, every moment of companionship, became a counter to his haunting memories. His daughter's loss was irreplaceable, but in his newfound role as the park's guardian, the guardian found a little redemption and solace. But knowing you, seeing the kindness and curiosity in your heart, I know the world is in good hands. It's time for me to go. Emma hugged him tightly, not wanting to let go. Will I ever see you again, Mr. Angel? He smiled, placing his old hat gently on her head. I'll always be with you, Emma. Whenever you wear this hat, remember to look out for others, just as I have, and just as we did together. With that, he walked away his figure slowly fading into the falling snow. Emma stood there, the hat in her hands, a new understanding dawning on her. The old man, the guardian angel of the park, had passed on his legacy to her to be kind, to observe, and to protect in whatever small ways she could. 
From that day on, Emma became the new watcher of the park, her heart filled with the stories and lessons from the old man on the bench. And sometimes, when the wind whispered through the trees, she could almost hear his voice, encouraging her to watch, to care, and to guard. 